Good morrow. Uh, yes, as you, you may be aware, we're slightly late this week. That is because we wanted to do a <laughs> We want to do. What do we want to do? We want to do a review. <laughs> We're taking a slight break this week from Sounds That Can't Be Made to talk about the gig uh, that Marillion played at the Roundhouse in Camden. And it is a roundhouse. Yes. I found out some interesting stuff about the Roundhouse. Did you? That has a Marillion link. (gasps) First time Marillion had ever played there. Right. Indeed, as H said on stage, it never set, set foot in the building before, well, yesterday as we record this. Um, and he described it as like the Royal Albert Hall if it had exploded and been put back together in a hurry. <laughs> yeah, that's so true, though. That's such a good description. <laughs> we'll get on to the pros and cons of the roundhouse sooner <laughs> or later. Uh, but uh, it used to be a, uh, a a turntable for trains. So the trains would go in and into the turntable and then be spun around and then go out facing the opposite direction. That's crazy. Uh, but they only did that for 10 years. Right. Because, sorry, this isn't a history episode, by the way. It's not like it is now. History today. Um, you know that roundhouse? That's you, that is. <laughs> you don't get that reference, I know. Yeah, that, that really... Okay, I'm glad it amused you. I'm glad that's really amused you. You know that roundhouse? That's where you live. You do. <laughs> I hope other people get this reference. Uh, <laughs> some of them will. Uh, yes, so it, it was only in use as that for about 10 years and then it uh, became a warehouse because trains got too long to fit in there. Oh, very quick- really? <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. why? Yeah, the trains very rapidly got too long. No way. They don't do the turning around thing anymore for trains, do they? I don't know. They just don't. Do they have a driver at each end of the train? So it's like basically a train is a metal worm. <laughs> well, that, that's heads. the quote of this week's episode, everyone. <laughs> a train is a metal worm. Yeah. Don't, don't worms have two heads? I don't know oh, if that's a am I making this up? I know if you cut them in half, <laughs> supposedly stay alive. You like cut them with scissors. Anyway, anyway, that's not really what I was talking about. Uh, but in the in the sixties, because it eventually became a, an arts venue. But in the sixties, it became very associated with like the psychedelia and hippie movement, and like Pink Floyd played the fr- played the first ever gig there. Oh wow! Uh, and everyone's played there, like Rolling Stones, Bowie. Uh, you know, all all in the early days. Yeah. Um, but here's an interesting thing: the uh, there's a, a very low budget sci-fi movie that came out, I think, in the early nineties, late eighties, early nineties, called Hardware, directed by a guy called Richard Stanley, who some of you may know as the director of the Brave movie. Oh, uh, get out! And the Roundhouse is where they filmed it. They built the sets inside the Roundhouse. They filmed the Brave movie in the Roundhouse. No, that's not what I said. Uh, they filmed the Hardware movie, oh. <laughs> which was directed by. <laughs> I was wondering why you what? hadn't mentioned that before today. Yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah, they built the sets for Hardware. Hardware, which eventually the uh, the makers of it got sued by the publishers of 2000 AD because they'd ripped off a story oh, no. of theirs. Uh, yeah. so, the, so the Roundhouse went from being a train turntable yeah. to being a, a, a gig venue 
immediately. There was no in between. No, I said there was a warehouse. Oh, warehouse. Okay, yes, I glossed yeah. over that. <laughs> yeah, <I> glossed <laughs> over that because it was a boring fact. Joking, joking. Put it this way, everyone. We've not had a lot of sleep. No, we haven't. We've not had a lot of sleep. Uh, not only did we go to sleep late, we had a lot to unpack after last night's gig. Uh, but Sanya had to get up early to go and it was her turn to go and do my mother. Do my mother? Look after my mother. Do uh, her breakfast. Uh, yes. Yes. Let's put it that way. <laughs> do her <laughs> oh, breakfast no. in quotes. Oh, no. <laughs> let's it's let's let's just quotes. call it doing her it's breakfast. Not in quotes. <laughs> um so um, it, it was the last night of the a tour before Christmas tour. The Final. last night it's before a, a tour before Christmas. The last night of the, oh a tour, a tour before, before Christmas Christmas tour. Yes, uh, uh, which I think did they only do two UK days? Wolverhampton and, and Camden. I think they might oh, have done. Wow. Um, where where else did they do? Utrecht. Uh, probably. Um. Tivoli, probably. Who knows? I'm not going to look it up. If you were there, you know. You know some of the places they played. Do they do Germany? Do, why does not matter? Why Why do you so? Why are you fixating on it? I'm just curious. Uh, um, what uh, What I will do before we discuss our gig experience. Um, Sonia rolling her eyes there. Not at me. Not just rolling to, your eyes. Not rolling my eyes. You're not rolling my eyes. <laughs> not going to let you roll my eyes again. Um, let me just uh, talk about the set list. Yeah. Because now we can talk about the sort of general set list for the tour. Yes. Which we haven't been able to because we didn't want to spoil it for anyone. Um, last night, they opened with The Invisible Man, which they've done on every day, I believe, of the tour, followed by Easter, which I think they've done on every day of the tour, followed by Sounds That Can't Be Made, which they've done on every day of the tour. Uh, last night we got Beyond You, um, which was for me lovely because that's probably one of my three favourite Meridian songs of all time. So I was very happy. Yeah. Uh, I, I noticed you weren't very snugly doing that. I thought maybe we might have a moment, but you oh no, it's fine. Is that what? No, it's fine. Oh, it's I'm fine. Sorry. You just go get it your back just... to me. Yeah, it, I, I mean, never mind that. Was... I never mind that. I put that song on the CD that I gave you when uh, I was kind I was of very... going hello. Is that why afterwards you're like, well, the, this is the song that yeah, one of your yeah, and you were and like, I was like, yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah it no, was. Yeah, that's it was so not true. That's correct. That's factually correct. No, Paul. that's so not true. It was just because it was the venue was. Uh, quite... Let's get into yeah, the, yes, it. Yes, we'll discuss. Yeah. It the... wasn't because. That song is very special to me as well. Not last night, it wasn't. <laughs> it was, it was. Um, Beyond You was followed by a, a rather surprised, uh, surprising inclusion of Map of the World. A, a surprised song. inclusion. Oh, I, look, I haven't had a lot of sleep. <laughs> sung in an, ex, in, in a, in a, start again, sung in an exprised, sung in up. a surprised <laughs> way. We're, we're worse than Can normal. you imagine? Map of the world. Map of the world. <laughs> Pinned upon her arm. <laughs> um, which is followed by uh, an absolutely storming reprogram the gene. Yeah. Which, uh, I've got to say, they played three hour, an hour before it's dark songs, and the three they were my three favourite so tracks good. of the night. Why is that it's album like, so good? I have decided it is probably 
well, it, it it's a toss up between misplaced child and, and an hour before it's dark. But an hour before it's dark is is up there now for me. It's, it's surpassed marbles. Wow! Uh, yeah. Wow! I love it so much. It's so, just like flawless. It is. It's genuinely. I think. Yeah. It's flawless. Uh, and it is all those things that I got worried about before it came out. Like, oh, it's up tempo. It's got energy. But yeah, it, they work. It, it works because it sort of manifests as a real confidence. Mm. You know, a statement of intent, and those songs work so well live. And I'm, I'm really glad Reprogram the Gene was in there because it is, uh, you know, it, it gets overshadowed obviously by Care and yeah, um, Crow of the, Night the Nightingale. But it's, it's just Marillion at their poppiest best, but in an unconventional way because mm. it's still a song of different parts. So anyway, after that we got Quartz. Um, which are, which is all right. It goes just you know. I think it goes on a bit. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a banger live. Remember when I said to you, just listen to the bass yes. last night, and you were like, "That's all there is." Which <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say. Listen to the rapping. <laughs> um, we didn't get uh, which they have been playing on a lot of the other days. We didn't get Lucky Man. Sanya's, oh, have they been playing favorite. that the other on yeah. the other, no? Maybe you you they swapped out Lucky Man for Beyond You just for you. Uh, I think they've played Beyond You and Lucky Man to get that. I, yeah. I was just saying that. That was a joke, uh, was it? Yes, it was a joke. <laughs> Some whimsy. Uh, um, yeah, I I um, it's weird because it's not my favorite song by a long measure, but because we've been doing sounds that can't be made. It's grown on me a bit. Has it? Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately? <laughs> unfortunately, because it's like I can't be an old stick in the mud about it anymore. But I was looking forward to hearing it live because it's really rarely played that one. Yeah, I would have loved to have I would have loved to have heard that live. I did speak to Pedantony about it. We were we did intend to record his thoughts on Wolverhampton because oh, he was yeah. at Wolves as well as Camden. And did he uh, get Lucky Man? Yeah, he got Lucky Man. He described it as a bit of a slog. Oh. So, <laughs> oh, that's, what can I say? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was still looking forward to it because, you know, at this stage, I, I love it when we get unexpected left field stuff. Yeah. You know, and there is nothing they could play now, even most toys, even Holidays in Eden, that I would object to hearing because I just want that novelty of the songs that, that we've not heard a yeah. lot of. Um, so then we got, which was were brilliant, Crow and the Nightingale. Absolutely. Loved the jacket. We couldn't, I couldn't see the jacket last night, but. Again, we'll get into I that knew in it a was moment. There. <laughs> Just want to give the jacket a bit more love and, you know, uh, shout out. Yeah, the jacket. Shout out to the which jacket. really suits him. Yeah. He dresses up like a big crow. It's perfect. Then we got Care, at which point the wheels came off our experience of the gig during Care. Uh, we'll get into that again uh, <laughs> in a moment. Uh, that <laughs> That was the end of the first set. Then they came back on for the encore with Splintering Heart. Then Neverland, which Neverland, it's great, love it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, 
I have to say it. I still, I'm still finding it overplayed. Really, it was. I thought it was a great version. It was a last great night. version. Last it was night. really good. But I am for me. I don't know. It's such a shame because it's it's easily. I mean, even my because my uh, our daughter came last night. Even Emily, she texted me this morning and she had recorded a bit of Neverland mm. and she sent it to me this morning and said, "What is this song?" Oh, she really? loved it so much. So you know, it, it is. Obviously, it's one of their greatest yeah. songs. But it's weird. They played Invisible Man a lot, and I didn't feel bored of that. I I really enjoyed Neverland last mm. night. I enjoyed it. I didn't yeah. look. I stayed for it. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so then they went off uh, mm. and came back for Encore 2 with a very surprise rendition of Sugar Mice. Mm. Which was mostly sung by the audience. Always is. And... Uh, Rothers just had the biggest smile on his face. Yeah. Well, he looked, he was beaming. Well, as you remarked last night, he does really love that. Early he stuff. really seems to. I can't speak for him, but he seems to just really glow. But the other surprise, Fishier, a song that they've been doing on the tour is Slange. Oh, really? Uh, but they, they were doing, uh, they started off with playing Hotel Hobbies or an instrumental Hotel Hobbies going yeah. into Slange. Oh, wow. Uh, which I would have loved to have heard. Yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, they finished the gig with a song that I've I've never, again, it was, it was overplayed for me, but I really enjoyed it last night and that was King. I really enjoyed King last night. Yeah, I don't know why. Me too. <laughs> it was like really powerful. And yeah. at the, you know the point at the end where everything is... Yeah. I saw my daughter, Emily, and her friend look at each other like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which was a lovely moment. Aww. Uh, oh. And they were loving quartz as well. Yeah, so, they were. Oh, they, yeah, they loved all of it. They did. They um, really did. So that it was a good set list for them because it was Emily's friend's first ever Marillion gig, and that was a good set list. Yeah, my daughter, she's uh 26, 26, she's Marillionized her flatmate basically. Uh, they went out flatmates, the other one was going to come as well, oh, but really? couldn't. By the way, I apologize if I've been tapping my uh my wire on my mic, just realized I probably was throughout all of that. <sighs> with the laptop. Anyway, yeah, so they apparently they'd gone out to some club and got in at like 6am or something and had a Marillion meditation session or something. Oh, she yeah, they were on... holding hands listening to Invisible Man. <laughs> yeah, and then they put on an album. This was like a few start. months ago. And then and then Emily came home one day and she could hear Marillion playing from her flatmate's room yeah. and was like, is she playing Marillion? So you're welcome, Marillion, because we brought down the average age of the audience with our <laughs> with our posse. <laughs> I don't know how old Em's friend is. She she didn't. Oh, yeah. She looks younger than Emily. I don't. I don't know. She seems early twenties. I think she is younger because Em's described herself as the mum of the flat. Ah, oh, um, okay. Even though she's only twenty six herself. Yeah. But we, um, you know, you can't fault the. Playing last night, you can't really no. fault the set list. You can't, you certainly can't fault the lights, which were phenomenal. The lighting is world class. And our friend Malcolm Fish, who we also call Fishy, um, he was standing no, near us. No relation. No relation. <laughs> um, he is a music connoisseur and he said that that was the best sounding gig he's ever been to. Well, I, I, I thought. 
I've got some, I actually took a few notes <laughs> during the gig. Only three, three notes. Um, I, uh, I did think it took them a while to warm up. I thought the, certainly it wasn't the slickest invisible man I've ever heard. I thought sounds that can't be made got a bit, was a bit lumpy and lost some subtlety in the sort of opening section. Uh, it was great. I mean, you know, the Aurora Borealis bit was great. So I, I don't know. There was something sort of slightly, when it started, it just sounded a bit leaden. Sounds I like didn't pick made. up on that. Uh, I, I like completely did not pick up on any of that. And the other note I made, which uh, was a big surprise, was seeing Mark Kelly having a little bop. During, really? during maintenance drugs. Normally he just stands there focused. No, yeah, really? I was like, wow, Mark's moving. Oh my god. <laughs> he was like sort of grooving along to maintenance drugs. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh so that that was um all of that. You can't fault Marillion, you can't fault the lights, you can't no. fault the sound. Yeah. However, in thirty seven years of seeing Marillion, it was the worst gig experience I've ever had. Not music wise, not music and not wise. band performance, not wise. band performance wise. It was we had a. I bad don't think night. we were alone. No, well, let's. Well, where do we even begin? The venue's interesting in its choice of procedures. Well, so here's here's how it works, right? So we made a mistake anyway because we. Uh, our friend Mark basically bought tickets for a whole bunch of us, not for Pedantony and his wife. Yes, we Jan. should have they listened to Pedantony, own, who said, "Always buy your own tickets." Which we will be in future. And then Mark, um, on I think the morning or the day before the gig, said he wasn't going to come, so he had to send the the ticket confirmation email over. We weren't weren't all going in together, but we had basically seven tickets on our friend Mark's account. Now. That meant that you had these QR codes which were released at 5pm, which refreshed every 60 seconds. So you had to open it afresh each time. Now... Oh, my God. You had to refresh after each QR code? No, it wasn't quite like that. But it meant what it meant was, for instance, my daughter Emily, I'd bought her a ticket separately. So... She had this idea, great, just take a screenshot of the QR code, send it to me, which I did, but then that wouldn't work for her because by the time she used the screenshot of the QR code, it had refreshed, so she had to get it off my phone and we weren't all going in together and I was struggling to log into Mark's uh, Roundhouse account and it was all just, yeah, because I had to log into not only Mark's Roundhouse account for our tickets, but also my own account for Emily's ticket. Mm. Right, such an absolute faff. Anyway, that was once we'd got into the venue. <laughs> I mean, we, you know, we generally leave it relatively late to go to the venue, you know, because, A, we like chatting in the pub, you know, where you can hear <laughs> a conversation and not be drowned out by a support band. No disrespect to... Nick Beggs and the Beggs sisters. Uh, but, you know, it's a social experience for us. It's not just about the music. But uh, so we leave it relatively late as well to let the queue die down because we know Marillion gigs. There's the front row club thing. There's always a queue out front. So we got there. We got to the roundhouse at 8 o'clock. Gig was due to start at 7.30. At 8.30. Sorry, 8.30. The queue 
was enormous. <laughs> and it around was the corner. Pissing down with rain. It was very fast moving, though. It was fast moving. To be moving. fair, it was a fast moving queue. But it was chaotic. Uh, and I know a lot of people looking at Marillion and fans this morning were a bit pissed off by it. And the reason was. Well, um, it seems it seems to be looking at people's uh, comments or knowledge or whatever is that they felt there wasn't enough roundhouse staff and and maybe and this weird the QR, QR code, code system. Well, look, we held up the queue at one point, yeah, because of what was going on with yeah the fact. So they didn't give out any physical tickets at all. No, it's all this refreshing. But not QR everyone code. has a smartphone. Yeah, not everyone has a, a phone with, you know. Access like that. What do you do? And there were two people on the door checking the tickets. You know, they opened a second door by the time we got there. Yeah. But it's still only really a couple of people checking them. So that was chaotic. And look, I've been to the roundhouse before for BAFTAs a couple of times. Um, (laughs) Just the BAFTAs. Invited the BAFTAs. Sorry, just (laughs) clearing my throat. Um, And... It's a nice venue for that. You know, you have all tables downstairs. Yeah, I can imagine it would be nice for something like that. But for this, where I think it's with with standing, it's a 1800 capacity. And even just going in, going up the stairs. And, and then, then you needed to show the ticket again to go into the venue. Hall. So we had to like faff so, around and again. It, and people had gone missing. So it's like we all had to go in together, but people had gone to the toilet. But there was such a huge crowd and it yeah. was like. What the hell? Yeah. But then the lady said, oh, once you're... And I said, well, what if someone needs to go to the toilet halfway through? And she said, no, that's fine. Then we won't need to check tickets. So you've checked tickets at the door. Why are you checking them again as people walk into the main hall? Yeah. Bizarre. So then when we, you know, getting in there, it was so busy. And, you know, I know gigs are, you know, it was a sold out gig. But somehow that venue doesn't feel big enough. For that size of a crowd, it does not. I think um, it's a beautiful venue. It's really, it's iconic. It's iconic. The pillars and everything, That's it's really iconic. It perhaps is better suited for a seated event. Well, yes and no. Yes. Uh, I mean, part of the problem, even with a seated event, is that floor isn't it's raised? Not it's for instance, yeah. that, you know, that there are some standing venues which have a slight yeah, slope, which th- is good for us think, shorter folk. I th- yeah, I think the Hammersmith Apollo has a, a oh, does slight it? slope. Yeah, uh, yeah, it does actually. Yeah, it does. So if you're at the back, you're higher up than yeah, those at the that's front. That's such a good idea. Now, yeah, because it, all they were designed should, all as venues should have. Yeah, that. but they were designed as venues, not as like train turntables. Right. So it it was in then you've got. There's this inner ring of pillars, which are like these Victorian yeah. ironwork. Yeah, and which look really cool and gothy, especially cool. with the lighting. Oh Because basically all I could see, because I couldn't see anything because I'm not very tall and it was packed in there. No, but I could see the lights and the pillars. And so the lights going through the pillars looked very majestic. It and did, just like, but it also obscured the view of the stage. And then yeah. on top of that, I mean, I, I'm tall. I am tall, you know, and I... That was the worst view I've had at a Marillion gig since I was like 14 years old. You know, when I was at, at Milton Keynes Bowl, I've not seen that little at a gig in decades. I couldn't see a bloody thing. All right, we got there late. We were at the back. 
But we always but stand at the back. We always, well, it's Hammersmith Apollo. We okay, do no, yeah. there we discovered that no one stands at the front. Yeah, we always stand at the back and it's normally not an issue. Yeah. Because it no, was so... Usually it's like the perfect spot to stand because you get really good acoustics and you don't have like the best view, but you can get, you get a an overview good view. of the lights. You get an overview. Like. Yeah. yeah. So we were stood in the middle behind the mixing desk and I couldn't see a bloody thing and I'm six foot two. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So God knows how you. What, oh, I didn't. You, I didn't see anything. Yeah. I mean, I. I saw until like bits of Rothers, bits of H. I saw King because the people that were standing in front of me left. I, I assume they had to go and get a train. Yeah. Um. And then I could. I could see. Him. Yeah. It had cleared out a bit in there, but. Um. And also, I mean, I, it's fine. I don't go there to see. I go there for the music. You know. But also, and I'm gonna say it. Uh. You know. And this is not a new complaint. And but. You know, you're at a gig. Shut the fuck up. Sorry. It's like, shut up. You know, at the back, all right, okay, there's a bar. But to the left of us, like, I was trying to enjoy Beyond You, like, a quieter moment. Mm. Just shut up. Stop fucking talking. Go to the pub. If you want to talk, go to the pub. Oh, I didn't hear any of that. It was really pissing me off. Really? Yeah, I didn't hear any of that. Like, just constant, like, a couple of... There was two groups to the left of us. I know Jan said where she was standing there were people talking. I mean, Jesus Uh, Luckily, I was just, like, a bit in front of you that I couldn't hear any of that. I know I've been guilty of it in the past. I've probably done it, you know, when I was younger. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, come on, we're not a young crowd. Yeah, have some respect for the music and the people around you. I know that's... But someone, before the gig started, someone near us actually shouted out, oh, can everyone, can people not talk, please, during this? Oh, or yeah, something that, like that. I didn't that. hear that. Yeah, he did. I mean, obviously, oh. maybe maybe that's why, because he, was, he wasn't near me, but he was just like a bit ahead to the left of me. So there wasn't really any talking where I was standing. Yeah, well, there was, I mean, there were quite a lot of shouts of Grendel, which I haven't heard in a long time at Meridian Gig. Uh, I heard at least like three oh, or yeah. four. And Emily members. was like, what's Grendel? <laughs> Pure H fan there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. So all of that, all of that, really. And, you know, it, on top of that, I was soaked, you know. Oh. Packed in. Yeah. Packed you in really with a ton of people, and I was soaking wet. I couldn't see the gig. Uh, you know, I, I I was annoyed by people talking. I was soaking wet. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, uh, this is when things went really awry for oh, yeah. us. This is what ruined it. This for is me. what ruined it, particularly for Sanya. Like literally ruined the whole rest of the gig for me. Was the bloke in front of us a bloke stood in front of he, us no he was a bit further ahead he was behind emily basically took huge uh umbrage at the fact that my daughter was near him yeah he like swore at her he, he called her and her he, friends names and stuff like i actually went up to her at one point and said you've got a ton of because because i said like, are you okay to emily and, and she's like you know he's swearing at me yeah and um and he was like oh she bumped into me and, and he had like a ton of space he behind so him. much space be- he around had, and him. it's like you the step, only he was the only man then. he was the only person in that entire venue that who had, had any space, space. And, and he'd gone away and then come back and stood right behind her so it's yeah. like mate you had a choice you could have just you know take a step or two back but anyway his complete and utter rudeness to our daughter like because then the whole time after that happened I just had my eye on him to check if he was going to do anything else 
and I didn't feel I could relax. Well, yeah, well, likewise, because I was, he obviously didn't know she was there with us. Yeah, you know, so it's like, oh, you're picking on her because yeah. you feel you can because she's small. She's she was she's smaller than him. Yeah, he could see over her head. Yeah, um, it's like, would he have said that to a six foot tall bloke? Well, this is yeah, uh, you know, because I I was if it was going to escalate, I was going to go and have a quiet word in his ear. Um, you know, I was I just I was going to go and stand next to him. Yeah. And sort of put Emily where I've been standing. But the thing is, I'm told. But then so you would I have stood, blocked everyone else's view. I was stood view. further back. Yeah. Because I didn't Out want of to. respect. Bl- yeah. Yeah. Um, that, but anyway, ultimately, Tiger Mum came out, didn't she? Yeah, uh, but I, afterwards. But yeah. Afterwards, it. it uh, uh, hmm. Uh, we had a little word, didn't we? And he tried to run away. And his mate, um, although you were at the, that point, he ran off to the security guards because he thought you were going to attack him. I wouldn't attack him. <laughs> of course you weren't. He just, he course you weren't. But I know, I just wanted to sort of say to him, like, mate, don't. don't like, do you that ruin yeah. someone's gig. And just because she's a girl and younger than you doesn't mean you can be rude like that. You had a ton of space behind you. Just, you know, think, step back. If you, if, if you're, if you, also, like, it's a gig. Yeah. They're not going to be statues. They weren't, you know, we could, I could see them. They weren't They weren't talking. doing anything wrong. I was They watching. were enjoying the yeah. music. That was it. That was they weren't even it. taking up yeah. a lot of space. No, both two tiny girls. Yeah. And it was like, and it was Emily's friend's first Marillion gig. And I just, like, I felt, I really felt for her. It's like, oh, no, don't ruin their experience. Yeah. But it was uh, when... After we came out, because he legged it, um, and he had this little mate with him, this little bespectacled, grey-haired mate, um, who I realised, because I sort of said to him, I said, you upset my daughter. And then I realised, oh, right, they're both really drunk. Yeah, they were Um, really drunk. And then his mate decided to turn around and be like come on then like oh, come on then come on then it was like being threatened by like a librarian but he was i could see in his eyes he was like a, a he would have had a pop at me mm. if i hadn't like stepped back uh i can see you know this was as we were coming out like thousands of people pouring out of this venue and there's this little ratty man kind yeah. of drunk kind of because i told his mate to stop or not to stop but told his mate you upset my daughter yeah. Um, and you know, but he didn't start. He'd like this the the one that upset her the, with the long curly yeah, hair. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, like legged I, it like. I mean, a, the only reason yeah. I said something to him is because like I don't like it when people think that they can secretly yeah. be horrible to someone else, yeah. and someone that they deem uh you know it's pick le- on someone yeah, your own lesser size, basically. or yeah weaker pick on someone yeah. your own size. it was it was so clear that's what was going yeah. on yeah and that's what that was what made my blood boil was and aside from anything else it made my blood boil because <sighs> it's a marillion gig you know these are yeah. these are special and as I, as I sort of said before we only have so many of them left i want to enjoy them i mean yeah okay that venue made it challenging the weather made it challenging the fact i was soaking wet but then in the middle of it this absolute asshole and his stupid little aggressive friend you know yeah. you know just just ruin you know it's like back 
fuck off. They, look, have you seen how crowded it is in here? If someone I nudges know. against you... Yeah. I've been nudged out countless times during this gig. I haven't turned around and told someone, as he did to my daughter, fuck off. Yeah, he said, um, don't stand next to me, yeah. F off. Yeah. And then they were calling them. And it was just like, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I only found out afterwards. Yeah, these grown it's men. It's like, come on, mate. Um, so that was a real downer. It was a downer. Um, but it's a real shame. Yeah. It was a real shame because, it, as I say, I'd been really looking. I had seen the set list beforehand going into this show. And I'd really been looking forward to it because I just thought it was a good mix of, of sort of best of type tracks. Yeah. And a few lesser played ones. And yet, you know, from middle of care onwards we couldn't enjoy it at all because we were too busy keeping our eye on this guy yeah just, he... i couldn't relax i just had yeah. to make sure that he wasn't gonna cause any more trouble yeah with um a little shout out to rob dad who in the middle of all this oh, happening as we were leaving yes. came up to say hello uh <laughs> sanya's still kind of seeing my adrenaline and, and was R- like rob wanted to say thank you to sanya for something <laughs> It's like this Christ, this isn't the time, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Not the time. Um so yeah, so it, yeah, it, it was a terrible gig experience, but not anything to do with the band. Nothing to do with the band. Uh, and it was also, that was the other thing as well. I kind of thought this is probably our last Meridian gig for a good long while because next year they're in the studio. Right. And I wanted it to be a positive experience. Yeah. And the thing is, you know what? I I could have handled the, the crowdedness, the not being able to see. I don't, you know, okay, it's always better if you can see, but if I can't see, I don't care. You know, you get used to it when you're not tall. Um, that That's all fine. No, it wouldn't have bothered me. The pillars, any of it, the queue, I don't care. It's, it's that guy messing with our daughter and her friend's experience that just, like... I don't know. That was just not yeah. not nice. It's only a handful of times I've ever seen you that angry. Where, yeah. Where you get gripped with a, a a sort of sense of... My werewolf. Yeah. I have to try and keep the leash on it. It's yeah. difficult in those moments. I mean, I was... Like, like, my knees were trembling. I was that angry. Yeah. Well, I saw, I said to you at one point, I could see you're like, you're clenching your, my jaw. Your jaw was ch- jutting out because you had your teeth clenched like that. <laughs> It was like that was during the gig. I thought, it's like I know, I know Emily can defend herself and everything oh, like yeah. that, but it's like still. Oh, Emily's got a temper on her. There's but no way I'd want to cross like, Emily. It's like still. Uh, yeah, but it's your parental it's, kind of yeah, it's protectiveness. The, the, it's the paternal instinct, and it was the fact that it was it, it was two sort of young women. And yeah, it's that. It's two young as women much as and two blokes who were bigger than them. Yeah, and yeah. You know, I don't know, and it was just the fact that he was being unreasonable. He we could being, see he was they being were not. Nasty. They were too. Yeah, you know, they were there with us. They weren't really anywhere near him, particularly. No, exactly. No closer than anyone was to anyone else. Yeah. Uh, and yet he was still because he was pissed and probably. He was, yeah, he was really you know, drunk. Probably, thought, but that's not an excuse. You know, people get drunk and aren't dicks. So yeah. you know. Oh dear. Anyway, so. <sighs> So that was uh, that was. We we'll always well, remember it. Yeah, that was typical of one of our reviews, wasn't it? We're going to review a thing and then just moan about it. 
<laughs> whether it's a Marillion gig or a fish album. Oh no, <laughs> don't bring that up again. Oh, <laughs> uh, bloody hell. Um No, but like when it comes to the actual gig, like the music and the lighting, everything, that was And set list. Amazing. Um, set list. It Absolutely was, yeah, amazing. It was a set list that I couldn't really fault because you, you know, even if I am bored of Neverland, I know how loved it is. Uh, and I know it's obviously one of their best songs and should be played. I don't yeah. know why I've got bored of it like that. I don't know, because I thought it was a great version last It was a night. great version. Don't get me wrong. It was a great version. It was brilliant. I'll tell you something I did notice during Neverland. Yeah. H now does his uh, buttons up on his shirt. You, what? You well, know... <laughs> That's what you were noticing. Yeah. Well, he always used to have his shirt really like unbuttoned so you could you could see everything, you know, everything. <laughs> and now uh and I thought, oh good on him. <laughs> he's he's realised he's not a young man anymore. Aww. Uh yeah. That was just just a little observation there. I'll tell you what I didn't see last night, Pete at all. Oh, and not did I didn't see know? Pete once because of the pillar that was in front of Pete. Oh. No, I didn't see he might as well have not been there. <laughs> I think I got a little glimpse of him briefly at a, the end. A glimpse of little him. Little yeah. glimpse of him. A glimpse of little him, yeah. <laughs> don't give me Paul. that. Uh yeah, no, I don't I, I couldn't tell you what Pete was wearing, if oh. anything. <laughs> <laughs> What would you do? Well, I mean, what I, would you do if they all came out and Pete was naked? But I wouldn't with, do anything because I had no view. But wearing a sock like one of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, oh a sock there. <laughs> Not just so, one sock on one foot. Yeah, that's right. I thought, I thought what? Oh, Red Hot Chili Pepper style. Yeah. How oh, does socks stay on? <laughs> That's a like, question did he put to an be... elastic band around it or something? I think he just bunched it all up inside. <laughs> I think so. It, they stay on your foot without an elastic band. You know, I mean, not everyone would be able to fit a sock on and keep it on. <laughs> I, I very much expect the guy stood in front of us last night wouldn't be able to keep a <laughs> sock on there. Unless it was like a sort of little baby sock. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm oh. saying, everyone. Oh. Saying had a little penis. Paul. Oh, he was rude to my daughter. I no, can say I know. that. I know. Not rude. He was aggressive Aggr- to my daughter. Yeah. That's worse. Exactly. Oh uh, dear. God knows what our friends made of last night. Us, you and I raging oh, no. at this bloke. Oh well. Uh, and then we came home and we we're like, how a how the hell did we find each other? We were both simultaneously furious at this man and having a go at him and his well, I friend. think anyone would be if they saw someone being aggressive to one of yeah. their family members. Yeah, but some people would be a bit like, oh, they leave it, it's not worth it. She was probably annoying him. We were watching, she wasn't annoying No. Yeah. Uh, but also, B, we kind of went, of course, of course there's there's trouble at a Marillion gig and it, it's Beyond Pod that's caused <laughs> it. <laughs> that was the other thing we said. <laughs> Of course, it's us. <laughs> There's never any trouble at a Marillion gig, and then finally, boom, it's oh. us. Not caught. We didn't cause it. We didn't cause yeah. it. Oh, we're minding our own business. Yes, we were. Like a cu- good couple of people. Yeah. Uh, 
It was nice to see all our friends, though. It was, yeah. It was nice we got there earlier and got to have some time with them. Yeah. And we had a um, had a meal in... Turtle Bay. Turtle Bay. Which, oh, yeah. Uh, and yours came like half an hour after everyone else's. Yes. And... Uh, it's like not the person to no, it, be I, I, late with. Wait a minute. You've got, you, I said this to you last night. You get hungry earlier than everyone else. I know, but I would rather not be sitting there... It, of having finished a meal while everyone else is eating. Actually, yeah, good point. Yeah. Because you finish quicker as well. I mean, I my only disappointment was that what I ordered, which was... Wasn't what Penantony ordered. Yeah, everyone else had... Like, His did look particularly good. I think he had, won the everyone menu had, um, lottery. fried eggs on theirs. It was like Jamaican food. No, not everyone, just Anthony and... Um, also, who else had eggs on theirs? James? Uh, James, yeah. Yeah. But... There's there's nothing that wouldn't be improved think, with a cut of fried eggs. I think theirs were the best choices. Fried eggs make everything better. They do, yeah. I mean, if that twat last night had a fried egg on him, he would have been improved. <laughs> he would have been <laughs> half, a half decent Yeah, Because you'd, you, you'd also, you'd remember him as, oh, that twat from the Meridian gig, but you'd also remember him as that guy. Oh, but with, he had eggs on them. He had eggs so on his head. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's like... One redeeming feature. It's like... Uh, if Hitler had eggs on him, like if Hitler always went around with a couple of fried eggs on his head, do you think people what, fresh, would... fresh, where he fries them every... You'd have to, like, keep refrying them, wouldn't you? Every few hours, just to keep them... But he would get he would get condition. talked about for that, as well as being, you know, a, a, a maniac. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I'm on dodgy ground here, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm... Into a hole. Possibly an egg shape if you dug yourself into an eggshell. <laughs> Don't you can do that. Shatter. <laughs> okay, Mr. Physics. Is that physics? I guess so. <laughs> the laws of eggs. Einstein's theory of eggativity. <laughs> Whether you can dig yourself into an egg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, that's that. I think we're yeah. done for this week. Um, so next week we'll be back uh, on to sounds that can't be made. I imagine we'll be finished with it next week. Oh my! Goodness. You know what that means, don't you? What does it We're mean? We're nearly done with albums, Sonia. <gasps> We're nearly done with Meridian albums. Nightmare. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, um, I mean, we say, "Oh, we'll finish it in the next episode." You never know with us. Yeah, we could true. end up getting stuck on one song for an entire episode. Yes, which so, has happened. you know, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I, I've got quite a lot to say about Invisible Ink. Do you? Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say about Montreal. And... I've got nothing to say I about that. I don't have a lot. It's a long <laughs> song and I'm struggling. Well, to... yeah, because it's just H's Diary. I like it. Yeah, I well, I love save it. Save this for the episode, oh, otherwise yeah. okay. we really won't have right. anything to say. Okay, everyone, thanks for listening. If you were at the Meridian gig uh, in Camden... Why not send us an email, beampod at gmail.com. I'd just like I to know, know your BJ experience. had a good night because he saw us afterwards and he gave me a big hug. I, I was, goes, oh, that was brilliant. I was that wrapping was up and you've interrupted me in the middle of me wrapping up. Oh. Do not do that. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, like talk over me. By, uh, uh. I had to get that in. Okay, save it for afterwards. The, then you'd have to do another wrap up. You've got to learn to control your impulses, whether they're speaking over another person you know, venting rage at a man at a gig, you've got to learn to control yourself, Sanya. <laughs> you have no self-control and it's becoming a problem, frankly. 
She is laughing, everyone, by the way, but she's doing it in that silent way because she she knows there's truth in what I'm saying. There's not, there's not a lot of humour in my laugh, so it just it's a silent one. As I was saying, as I was saying, yes. if you were at the Camden gig or any of the other gigs on the tour, why not send us an email, beampod at gmail.com. Wow, you let me say it. Yeah. You didn't interrupt. But we've got emails that we it. haven't read out. We, I think, after sounds that can't be made... We will do a letters week. Okay. I know some of you don't even listen to those episodes, but you should because they can be quite funny. I think, you know, I know there was that miserable get on Marillion.com forums who, who said, I'll, I'll, I won't, you know, I'll skip those. I'll skip the letters episodes. I know Pedantony hates them. <laughs> anyway, right. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.